0: You're listening to Ted Shuttlesworth's Faith Alive Network, spreading the healing gospel of Christ to our world. Thank you, Brother Steve. This is Brother Shuttlesworth, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast. The Bible says, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And you're going to be blessed as you listen today. Go with me now into a live service.
1: 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 26 Should be our motto. Three words. It is well. Now I don't know about you. Everybody's different. You're not like me. I'm not like you. But I, excuse me. I cannot stand to be around people that complain. I mean, I'm polite. Sometimes I'll listen, but not for long. If you see me heading for the door. I can't stand to be around folks that whine. About their trouble. Because it doesn't do any good. Are you listening to me? It wouldn't do you any good to cry for that bottle. A baby wines. But if you sat here saying, Oh, I got to get to McDonald's. <laughs> I'm hungry. Uh, we think something's wrong with you. But if the baby wine's sitting over here. Because the baby's a little hungry and needs something. We don't think nothing about it. You know what I've learned? People that are whining, they haven't grown up in their faith. And they're letting the devil keep them in that babyhood stage of development when they need to grow in the measure of faith that God is releasing. I'm not saying that there aren't times that you don't feel like crying out from a hurt and, and an emotional scar that the devil has placed on your heart. But what I'm saying is you let God take that scar and heal it by his power and change the words of your mouth, realizing what Jesus declared by your words, you're justified and By your words, you're condemned. And I refuse to allow my words to bring condemnation. I want my words to bring blessing and help and in the time of need, mercy and grace to help in the time of need. Are you listening to me? But the miracle is in my own mouth. I got to speak it. The devil attacked my grandmother sometime back. She had three massive heart attacks, two of them right in the hospital. The last one, the doctor called the house. He said, is your mother there? I said, no. He said, well, if you ever want to see your grandmother alive again, you better get down to the hospital. So I jumped in the car and I started driving. I left word for my mother when she came home to get to the hospital. But i never forget this. As I was driving down the interstate, right down here in Norfolk, Virginia area, going to Lynn Haven Hospital, I'll never forget. I opened my Bible with my right hand, and I put my finger on that verse that says, whatever you ask in his name, he will give it to you. And I'd been studying that. And that phrase, He will give it to you in the, in the in the Greek, in the Septuagint, it had the meaning that if He doesn't have it, He'll make it for you. And I started reminding God that. I said, Lord, I've been studying that. And you said, whatever I ask in your name, you'll give it to me. And Lord, uh, she may not have the right kind of heart, but you'll make it for her. And I just started praying that way and thanking God for healing her. And when I got in, they said, She's not in her room. She's in the intensive care. And I went in and they had her stretched out on a table. The doctors were shocking her. And you could See her body jump right up off the table. And I come in, and the doctor really didn't want me there. I said, I'm the grandson. He said, Well, if you want to speak to her, you better go ahead. She we're losing her on, on the monitor. He said, This is her last moment. So I looked, and there's my grandmother laying on that table, her skin hanging off of her bones. She'd been fighting trouble from the enemy in her body, and I could hear her saying something. I stuck my, my ear right down by her mouth, and I heard her saying, I'm not ashamed of Jesus. I, I'm not ashamed of Jesus here. I thought here the devil's trying to take her out and she's in the midst of this greatest trial of her life. And she's just wanting them folks to know she's not ashamed of Jesus. And I I said, Lord, if she's not ashamed of you in her dying, then I'm not going to be ashamed of you while I'm living. And I, I laid my hands right on her chest and I began to rebuke the spirit of death. And the doctor bumped me with his shoulder. He said, get out of the way. She's coming back on the monitor. Five days later, she walked out of that hospital by the power of God. That doctor followed us with the wheelchair and he said, it's policy. you are going to ride the, the wheelchair to the to, to the parking lot. My grandmother, he didn't know my grandmother. She said, I ain't getting in that wheelchair. She said, God gave me two good legs. And I'm going to praise him. Here he's a Jewish doctor and she turned around and she said, it was Jesus, not you, that raised me up off that table. And he said, yes, ma'am. Are you listening to me? I'm telling you, I've proved this thing in the midst of the greatest circumstances. You can prove God too. It's not too late to call on God. It's not too late to declare it is well with my soul. It's not too late to say, God, I don't care how it looks or how I feel. The God I serve, He is able to deliver me out of every trouble and out of every trial. The hand of God is greater than my hand. The power of God is greater than my life. And if God be for me, who's going to be against me? Come on, clap your hands. It is well, it's well with my soul. I ain't putting up with the devil's mess. You don't have to put up with the devil's mess. The devil's messing with your money, command him to take his hands off your property. That's how I pray. Satan, in the name of Jesus, take your hands off God's property. Because everything I have belongs to God. Are you hearing me? I rebuke the devil in the name of Jesus. He's not ruling this earth. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Somebody said, but he's a prince in the power of the air. Yeah, but he don't rule the earth no more. Jesus whipped him at the cross. Are you hearing me? The reason he's in the air, he don't have a home. He can't land on the earth. He gets kicked off if you'll use your authority. All right, somebody said, you ought to go over over to the terrace here in D.C. I'll show you where the devil lives. That's where the church ought to be. Get out there and walk on them streets and claim them for heaven and God. All right, listen to me. Go over to Kenilworth and walk around and say, this is a day that the Lord hath made. The devil lives in Fairfax. I saw some of them mansions. God only knows what's going on behind them walls. But they don't belong to the devil. They belong to God. Yes. How are you listening to me? Chevy Chase, Maryland. You see some of them people, they're bombed out, driving their cars. They're hiring the kite. But the earth is the Lord's. I don't know if I should tell this or not. Some of God's people go to them auctions down in Miami where the police taken. Get all the, the the drug dealers' cars and boats and jewelry. Some of God's folks go down, and bid five dollars and ten dollars and walk out with new watches and new rings and a good car, and they walk out of there with the devil's stuff. How are you listening to me? And I said, Man, isn't that just like Jesus? He gives you wisdom to even know where to shop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my friend said, Brother Shows, do you think that's wrong? I said, No, it's never wrong when you spoil the devil. Amen. and take what he had and reclaim it for the kingdom of God. But you see, the opposite is taught in most churches. You know that. The devil doesn't want you to be blessed. He doesn't want you to even think that you can be blessed to prosper, to have the hand of God. But God sends prophets and apostles and evangelists and pastors and teachers, and they stand like the great woman of Shunem and declare it as well. It's going to be all right. God will make a way. God will put food on my table, clothes on my back hard as I work, Brother Wes, and you look like you might be like me. When you get at it, you get at it. I wear my clothes out. He even keeps me clothed and blessed. I'm not ashamed that I'm a child of God. Wherever I go, I just act like I own the place, don't you? I stand out in the hall today, people come up to me and say, sir, is it all right to go back to our rooms? I said, "I just wait just a little bit. They thought I worked here. Even the fireman come over and said, all right, you can give them the all clear. And I said, yes, sir, I will. All right, all clear, everybody. I'm just standing in the corner. That's how we're supposed to be. We want the world to see that we're none of these things, Paul said. Move me. You're the boss. Isn't that right, brother? Wherever you go, as soon as you get there, the kingdom of God comes with you. And you have rights in this kingdom. Some of you women get rid of this religious teaching that says God doesn't anoint women. Amen. That's not scriptural. That's
0: right. That's
1: right. Throw your aprons off. Don't fry no chicken for nobody. Yeah, I was raised in the church. I know what I'm preaching. Only do it for Jesus. But Women can be anointed to heal the sick. Cast out yes. devils. Work the works of God. Everybody is somebody to Jesus.
0: I want to thank every one of you that are listening to Faith Alive Radio Network. I'm excited about this and I am looking for people to stand with us on a monthly basis as partners to help us take the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. I've used this saying for many years, our cause is Christ, our compassion is for souls and our commitment is to the world and no matter what nation of the world that you're listening to this Faith Alive Network, whatever nation you're in, you are a part of God's end time plan. Jesus taught us to go out into the highways and hedges and to compel people to come in and by your support. As a partner, you can help us do this. If you'll go to www.tedshuttlesworth.com forward slash give, you can sow a gift today to help us.